Explore the new AFIF AHA guideline and key highlights for supporting and guiding your severe symptomatic aortic stenosis patients at heartvalve.com. This message is brought to you by Edward Fleifeinfuss. Connect with us at heartvalve.com. You're listening to Rock's Heart Radio. Today, Roxana Mehran discusses ESC 2021's lessons with Stefan Wendecker, Carolyn Lamb, and Victoria Delgado. Hello, everyone. It's Roxana Moran on Rock's Heart Radio on TCTMD Podcast. I am just so thrilled about today's program. I have fantastic guests here today with me where we will be discussing uh, the future of uh, science and delivery of education to the masses uh, by my, um, my uh, guests. Uh, with me today, I have uh, uh, Stefan Windecker, who's chairman of the Department of Cardiology at Bern University Hospital, professor of cardiology and vice dean of the medical faculty of the University of Bern in Switzerland, uh, but really most recently just coming up the European uh, Society of Cardiology. He's program chair of the scientific sessions. Uh, welcome, Stefan. It's wonderful to have you. Thank you for joining. Uh, we have Professor Carolyn Lamb, who's Senior Consultant of the National Heart Center, Singapore, and Professor of Duke NUS Cardiovascular Academic Clinical Program, a member of the CPC the, the, uh, for the ESC, as one of my colleagues, and it's just so wonderful to have you, Carolyn Lamb, join us as well from Singapore. Thank Hello. you. You should have added the most important part. I'm, I'm a big fan of Roxana Marin. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Thank you, Carolyn, for joining us. I know um, the time zone is, is crazy, but just having you on this program is tremendous. And then my dear friend, my new friend, I've gotten to know this woman, and I'm just so impressed of what she will bring to all of us uh, now and in the future. Victoria Delgado, cardiologist, senior specialist at Leiden University Medical Center, Department of Cardiology, in Leiden, the Netherlands. She's also a member of the CPC. Uh, we all worked together to put the program together, but led by uh, Stefan Windecker. Welcome, Victoria. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much for the opportunity to be with you all. And uh, it's my honor to have you as an inspirational role model to follow and to learn. Oh, to gosh, please. Oh, gosh, please. You guys are amazing. So, Stefan, um, front and center, uh, leading the ESC coming into a difficult year, uh, deciding early in the year to be completely virtual, but then putting out a show that uh, had to be very difficult to put together. How did you do it? And how did you, how were you able to focus on bringing science and disseminating education for the masses uh, around the world? Well, thank you, uh, Roxana. So unfortunately, uh, the first experience already happened in uh, 2020, when for the very first time, uh, we had to go uh, uh, virtual, and this uh, with very short notice. Back at that time, uh, Marco uh, Roffi um, led uh, the um, CPC uh, committee, um, and uh, he had to re-envision in a very short period of uh, time 
the format uh, for a digital uh, congress. But uh, as you all know, to, uh, the opportunity was taken and already 2020, uh, the virtual conference taking uh, place for the first time was uh, very successful. So for us in 2021, in a sense, it was much easier because we could capitalize on uh, the experiences uh, that have been learned. And I think certainly one big advantage uh, that is associated with the digital format is uh, the ease uh, to reach out, uh, particularly to audiences that uh, traditionally may not uh, be able to uh, participate. So particularly uh, younger uh, faculty, younger uh, uh, physicians uh, across uh, the entire globe, they had much easier uh, access. Now, because of the development of the uh, pandemic, we early on decided actually uh, very uh, late 2020, early uh, 2021, to have this in a completely uh, digital format. And I think um, there, this decision was uh, correct. Uh, as you all know, uh, we still live in the pandemic. Uh, there is uh, currently, we are faced with the Delta uh, variant uh, with an uh, uh, different uh, penetration in different uh, countries. So it's extremely difficult uh, to hold on-site meetings. And therefore, I think uh, it was uh, the correct decision to also hold uh, this meeting in a digital format. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it was a, it was a really, really good, uh, good decision. Um, Carolyn, you know, um, here you are in, in, in Asia representing um, so much there. And of course, um, bringing uh, science to the masses is really what's very, very important there uh, in that region of the world. Um, how is it being done there? And are you, what was your experience uh, like at ESC? And, and what's your suggestion uh, for, uh, for the future? Well, I think I need to start by really thanking the ESC. Bringing it virtual really allowed participation, frankly, from many in Asia. Um, because of the on-demand and the way that you can, uh, you know, that's the beauty of the virtual meeting that uh, before, if you had to struggle with jet lag and choose between excellent speakers because you can't be in two places at one time, well, guess what? You don't need to do that anymore this time with a virtual platform. So that was very, very helpful for Asia. And in fact, Asia did its own uh, sort of ESE wrap up every day, uh, again, by the organization um, of ESC staff. So it's it's incredible when you see what Stefan and colleagues have put behind uh, building such a huge program. So it was very successful. Um, many of the guidelines, for example, that the ESC sets forth are followed in Asia. So I was very grateful to be part of it, very impressed with how everything ran. Um, I wish I could say that, that there were more of us uh, Asians there. I'm hardly representative of many in the diversity of the countries there, but was very, very pleased to be involved. And again, it's it speaks volumes for the ESC, um, really prioritizing diversity. So thank you. No, it is no question talking about diversity. Uh, Stefan reminds us that uh, the, uh, the program and, and uh, uh, Marco Raffi and Silvia Priori were both co-chairs and um, uh, 
that's one of the wonderful things that we're seeing. And speaking of diversity, um, Victoria, um, how do you feel as uh, maybe um, uh, one of the up and coming leaders? And I, I mean, to me, you already are a leader. Um, you're already on so many guidelines. You did such a beautiful job. Congratulations on the Valve guidelines. What was that experience like? And, um, and how do you feel as, um, do you feel uh, included, um, promoted, recognized? Tell us. Well, I would like to, again to thank as well ESC for having me, uh, giving the opportunity to participate uh, not only as a member of the um, program committee, but also at ESC guidelines. I remember being a member of the guidelines committee under the leadership of Stefan Bindecker. And uh, for me, that was an excellent opportunity, not only to contribute and help to disseminate the, the guidelines, but also to learn from uh, colleagues and excellent, uh, really knowledgeable uh, people involved in all those guidelines. So for me, it has been a really learning uh, path. And I think that that's the beauty uh, when you participate, when you have the opportunity to participate in all these tasks, learning uh, for yourself to grow and to uh, give also opportunity to other people as well to join us and to increase this diversity and uh, reach out to many more people that they have also the, the will to uh, contribute, to learn, to um, be excellent in, in scientific uh, tasks. And uh, I hope I can also pass on these to other generations as well as they have done with me. Yeah, you, you absolutely have. And, and it really is about sort of uh, giving back, isn't it? And I think that's yeah. really what I, I see Carolyn doing it all the time. I'm trying my best. And, and of course, it's all about that. Well, we're just at the heels of, of some live meetings coming up. And we're all hungry for those. I can tell you that I'm certain that you're all can't wait to come to in-person meetings. Uh, TCT is planning an in-person meeting and striving through, and I'm really, really hoping that we will get as many people there as us and, and keep everyone safe and be able to deliver uh, on the promises of, an, of a live meeting with some kind of a hybrid approach of, uh, of, of that. AHA is hoping for the same, uh, but of course, we always have to be safety first. Um, where do you see the future, Stefan? I know you're planning next year's meeting. Um, uh, are you, obviously everything is very tenuous and we're always kind of thinking about what's going on, what's the next variant, what's happening with vaccinations and things like that. But how do you uh, set out to plan for next year? I know you already are doing that. Yeah, so uh, Roxana, so definitely next year, 2022, will be a hybrid uh, meeting. That is, it will take place on-site and uh, online. And we actually announced it. It will take place 26 to 29 of August um, in uh, Barcelona. And next year's spotlight uh, of the Congress uh, will be actually under the topic uh, cardiac uh, imaging. Now, I think the opportunity that is with an hybrid on-site and online meeting is 
that you really can have uh, the advantages uh, of uh, both uh, uh, worlds. That is, uh, all those that for some reason may not be able to attend in person or may just come for a short period of time, they certainly can experience uh, the content uh, online. Conversely, as you mentioned, uh, many are eager uh, to meet again, to have this direct uh, personal exchange, uh, to, to engage into brainstorming activities, uh, to uh, think about new studies and all these aspects. And, and therefore, the on-site uh, component will be uh, important. And, you know, I think it's a little bit in analogy for a sport event. You will have the choice whether you participate live or whether you consume it uh, per TV or uh, online. But looking going forward, uh, I think the two worlds, uh, on-site and online, they will coexist. Uh, so in other words, uh, I think the online part that we have experienced the past two years will not go away. Caroline, what do you think about that uh, platform? I love that analogy with the sports events. And I'm just thinking how something like soccer, you know, whole of Asia is, is it as engrossed in it as the whole of Europe. And it's still got a lot of buzz in, in individual countries that's watching it live, as well as, of course, at the stadium itself. I think if we can really accomplish that, that would be a wonderful way forward. Yeah, Victoria, your thoughts? But the same. I think that is a, an, an excellent platform and uh, particularly for many young fellows, for example, that may have difficulties to travel for uh, the constrictions or, or whatever other issues. I think ESC this year has given a very um, valuable opportunity on the research gateway where they can share all the uh, research and they have an exposure on uh, how their research is performed. So I think that it's a platform that works for everyone. You can take it the way you want. Yeah, it's great, wonderful. So let's take a moment and embarrass um, Stefan a little bit. Uh, what do you guys think? What do you girls think? I, I, I kind of like that. Um, first of all, uh, can, we, can we just say how amazing he is? Carolyn, what do you think? Oh, I, I was mean, putting up my hand. I hope you saw that. <laughs> He really doesn't like this, so I, I just have to, you know, because ah! he's here and he's Good. turning red. No, no, he actually turned off. No, he's no, but... going to be there. He has to say the final word, so he's not leaving us. But, um, yeah. but let's, um, because how important is it to have um, leaders who are male for all of us? Uh, how important is that? Um, and maybe we can, we can use Stefan as an example. Well, if I can start, um, it's it's important, male or female, to have leaders that I can so respect and, frankly, feel the mutual respect. And I think that is exactly what you feel with Professor Windiker. I mean, like he is so knowledgeable, so amazing. So already you, you, you really respect all that he's done. And of course the work speaks for itself, but then you interact with him and, and just his He's such a gentleman um, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share because I did one of the sessions called a wrap up and a wrap up in case people don't know um, is something that you can't prepare too much in advance. Right. Because it depends on what was presented. You don't you you find out at the same time that the embargo is broken. And so it gives 
us an opportunity to really work real time with someone and therefore see how that person works. And so I can really genuinely say I have worked with Stefan Windeker. And when you see that happen, when we're all under crunch, when things don't go right, because at the very last minute, if I may share, we realized that the slide set that he had, you know, planned to show wasn't the slide set that was uploaded. And so we had to, at the last minute, you know, add another slide, very calmly change it. And I'm talking about the last second. And when you see people working under that, that's where, you know, true color show. Well, I can tell you that's where he really shone. Like it was steady. There was no, you know, you know, some people just look, no, it was steady. It was organized. It was respectful to the end. So I'm just really very grateful. (laughs) Incredible. Victoria, let's embarrass him a little bit more, just a little bit more, and then we'll get him to give us his final word. (laughs) So I think that uh, knowing him also from the guidelines committee as a chair, I would say that for me, one of uh, the additional uh, characteristics that Caroline say, besides respect to everyone, is also the the feeling that you are trusted. So Mm -hmm. he trusts, and that's also very important because you can trust him completely, 100%, and you feel also that back. And I think that when you work in a um, group where everybody trusts each other, it's much more peaceful, it's much more, um, you really want, like to, to go to that and place productive. to work. And productive. Produ- productive. And productive. Everything comes uh, perfect. When it there is trust for together. everyone, it's perfect. I know. Speed of trust. I know, this, the circle of trust. Well. Here's to a, a fantastic leader, Stefan Windecker. Stefan, uh, you got to come back on. Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, um, but but what's what's your final word to um, to the to all of the leaders, men and women, uh, how to how to um, how to be able to kind of work under pressure and under these uh, incredible circumstances. Well, uh, Roxana, you successfully embarrassed uh, uh, me. And uh, I think uh, what I really uh, would like to take the opportunity is uh, to emphasize this is obviously a group uh, effort. And uh, first, uh, I wish uh, to thank uh, all of you that have contributed uh, to the uh, program uh, committee. As you know, there are nearly 70 uh, members and uh, some of you are intimately involved in this. And it's really uh, uh, fun, uh, not only fun, but the intellectual wisdom of the group uh, that is the successful ingredient uh, to make this meeting uh, successful. In addition, uh, I also really want to acknowledge uh, the group of uh, individuals at the Hart House uh, that is uh, working on the program as we speak. Actually, uh, the preparations for next year uh, are already uh, going uh, on. And uh, you all know uh, Christine Gouillard, who really is the soul of uh, uh, this uh, section, together with uh, the technical support of uh, the Hard House, which is really a an, an wonderful uh, group. You know, um, and, and I think, you know, there is a French philosopher, André Malraux, uh, he, he kind of said about leadership, to command is to serve, nothing more and nothing less. And I think this nicely sums it up. Uh, you need to uh, take in consideration what you can do for the community. The command is to serve. I love that. Um, thank you, Stefan. 
Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you, Victoria, for a wonderful conversation around leadership, uh, science, education. And um, thank you for all of the work and thank you for your time. And it's Thanks. Roxanne Moran signing off, Rox Heart Radio at TCTMD.